Welcome to High Gluttony. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two ladies on an adventure. Listen along every 10 days or so as we cook a dish we like. Quest about cannabis education. Or chat with someone we respect. You can find more information about this episode at highgluttony.com. Thanks for joining us, gluttoneers. Off we go. Claudia. We call Claudia our assistant. She is the voice that comes in to tell you that you're being recorded on Zoom. And (laughs) we've really enjoyed her because we get to blame a lot of things on Claudia. We do. So we get to. I don't think we can blame our moods on Claudia today because she's not totally responsible. I, I will still put some blame on her. But it's not all her fault. She's also not a real person. Not at all. She's not, not a real person. person. So it's really hard to blame somebody that doesn't exist. <laughs> well, for our problems. She yeah. does talk. So as you can tell, we're feeling a little cranky today. Gretchen was is having a tough day. It's been a tough week. It's cloudy or smoky for both of us. It's not fun. So we just want to eat all of the sugar. Everywhere we can find it, please give us all the sugar. And we're making upside down cake because everything is upside down. We made this once before when things were feeling wonky and now we're feeling it again. So upside down cake time it is. But this is a special upside down cake. This is, all right, we'll say top one of my top three upside down cakes, maybe the number one upside down cake. But I also am partial to this Martha Stewart recipe I like with rhubarb. So we'll get into that next spring. Uh, Me and this cake have had a relationship for at least the last 18 years. This recipe is coming from A Passion for Desserts by Emily Lucchetti, who I've actually interviewed uh, 20, 20 years ago in culinary school in the first few weeks of culinary school. Is a project for some class, and I did this with all my my morning class baking friends. I wonder here. Here's another idea I'm having about the baking friends because I was like, huh, that's interesting. I was hanging out with all the bakers, and then I was like, and most of the bakers were women, and there aren't a lot of women in culinary school. <laughs> yeah, it's like I wonder if this is why I was hanging out with the bakers. I do like I did like uh, some of the other women that were in the culinary school, but I definitely was hanging with the bakers. Yeah, I don't remember exactly why we ended up interview- interviewing her, aside from she was the pastry chef at Star's Restaurant for a long time. It's It was a restaurant in New York City. I've actually never been there. It's actually just, uh, in Farallon. Uh, Stars, I think it was Stars in Farallon. I guess I'll have to look that up later. Because she, she's not super famous. Like, you've never heard of her. But no. um I do like her desserts. I mean, I, this is one of my most well-used and well-worn cookbooks, but sometime after 2003, I feel like it was probably in 2003 because I do remember making this particular upside-down cake, this pumpkin cranberry upside-down cake while I was working at the restaurant I worked in in culinary school. So this was before 2005. So I've been making this for almost 20 years. Wow. <laughs> insane to think about so this is a pumpkin upside down cake with a cranberry pecan topping nice and seasonal we are 
sort of on the early edge of fall as this is being released, but it is one of my favorites and wanted to get it out there into the world because everyone should eat this cake. I, it really sold me on upside down cakes, like not just being pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) What? There are other options besides pineapple upside down cake. I actually never considered it to be honest. Like pineapple was the only thing that went upside down. That's it. Why should pineapple have all the fun? I mean, for real, why does pineapple get to have all the fun of being the upside down cakes? Seriously. Pineapple, so selfish. selfish. Give it up. Pineapples are fucking selfish. (laughs) I also find the cranberry and the pumpkin and the brown sugar to be kind of like moody and it feels perfect for what we're feeling and what the weather is for us even though it's not fall it's close and it it's it feels like it (laughs) it's in the air yeah it does seem fitting to (laughs) make something quite fall fall like on a day that we're feeling so (laughs) tempestuous 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 anyway moody and because (laughs) moody Moody, gloomy, moody, great. All those words, they're fun. It's kind of fun to feel this way sometimes. Just lean right into that gloom. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I don't we're go- want we're not to. Going to. I know, we're not going to. We're Also, cranberries are the theme of the day in other ways. We're drinking Cosmos today, which I think kind of got a bad rap from Sex in the City because it became this like uber feminine drink. And it's very pretty and it's very fun. And I think it's just like an elevated Cape Cod kind of, right? Like a vodka cranberry. Yes, it is. That is liter. That's all it is. It's vodka cranberry with some lime juice and triple sec. That's it. It's that's not it. That, it's not that special. It's just not that special. <laughs> but it goes in a martini glass, which Gretchen is using. I'm not. I'm not. I hate martini glasses. They look so fun. They're so pretty. And I just spill at least a fourth of the drink every time. And I have written off martini glasses as a result. Well, all I'm actually drinking out of this now is straight cranberry juice because I finished my Cosmo and you know I cannot have another one otherwise I'll just be here on the floor right Gretchen will be upside down literally (laughs) in her kitchen and we won't finish this episode so that's what we're drinking I had a little bit of some pen I snuck it a little bit but Mm -hmm. what and you're cheating a little bit today with your I'm being naughty. Yes. (laughs) I I made what one episode where we were like, okay, Gretchen, no more joints. New rule. Good for the corn episode. And that was it. So (laughs) I am having a rum cake joint. Appropriate. Flocana free rolls. They also do flour. I actually saw this brand on one of our Instagram, the people on our Instagram. Um, she was doing like a Flocana tasting of different stuff they have. So I was like, oh, this must be a very popular brand right now. They are, I have a this cute little tin of six mini pre-rolls. Very handy, very nicely pocket or purse sized. We'll do a little promo for that. Put your little tiny joints in this little sucker. Got a nice top that's childproof. And um, I keep talking about it. And 
give us let's partner if you're listening we love listening (laughs) i like this this joint i started smoking a little bit before we started recording it is improving my mood significantly so gotta say we're here for it this is a sativa so straight sativa no hybrid today Okay. 21.7% THC and 0.08% CBD. So it does have a little CBD that maybe that's helping me out too. Nice. What's your, what was your pen? It was a hybrid. I, I don't have the label anymore or the package because I toss it as soon as I get it. Yeah. And so it's a mystery and it's fun. And but there, what was, what was I going to say? Oh, I have been doing a lot more CBD oil. I know I mentioned that last time and I, I do really enjoy it. And I think it does help combat some of that paranoia hmm. that can okay. happen. So, so I should really, yeah, I should really think about it harder than I do, mm-hmm. especially with my mood being so off lately. I just feel, feel like a grump. Totally. Just, yeah. But Maybe we'll stop talking about how grumpy we are and talk about <laughs> what we're actually doing today. Yeah. And then we can vamp like eat a little bit of our already mixed melted butter and brown sugar. And then that'll oh. help the mood significantly. Well, that's a gr- brilliant idea, Becca. We should <laughs> definitely do that. <laughs> would you so, say this is a world? Would you say this is a world level two? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only because you're slightly increasing your your level of difficulty by not making just a plain cake most a lot of upside down cakes are just plain cakes that being said pumpkin's actually going to help you in your cake because like anything with pumpkin in it is a, like a extra boost to hydration so it makes it harder to dry it out and make it like really funky and you always make it once a year at least right you in the fall yes with the exception of last year in all likelihood because i didn't have anybody to try and share it with (laughs) (laughs) mentally tell yourself you could share it with yeah yeah because you know what happened to most of the desserts in my house last year I ate them (laughs) I ate them all all of it (laughs) so I'll read out the ingredients what we're using today and then you can give us an overview and then I guess we will go from there yes indeedy we're using Eight ounces of butter, which is two sticks, one cup of brown sugar packed, two cups of cranberries. We both had frozen cranberries that have been left out at room temperature to defrost. Four ounces of pecans, two large eggs, one cup of pumpkin puree, six tablespoons vegetable oil, one cup of granulated sugar, or granulated caramel. Are you using caramel? I am. <gasps> oh, you made some more. I oh, I made a. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. I made I made a a lot last weekend <laughs> for the jam project. So we can talk about that once we get the cake in the oven, if we if we remember. Ah, uh, fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm, fun. <laughs> okay. So I only have granulated sugar. Boo. Boring. And then we are using 1.5 teaspoons of baking powder, one teaspoon of cinnamon, and a quarter teaspoon of salt. Are we using any special equipment today, Gretchen? This is, this is very low tech for us. We're just using handheld equipment today. You do need a square pan. You're supposed to have a nine by nine. I lied when I told you I thought I, I just bought a nine by nine square pan. 
Turns out mm -hmm. I bought an eight by eight square pan in metal. So do you have two now? I have two eight by eight pans, no <laughs> nine by nines. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's, that's where <laughs> of I'm at. Course. <laughs> Call me when you get the third eight by eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll happen. It will happen for sure. <sighs> so you've always used an eight by eight and you will continue yep. to use an eight by eight. Yep. Yes, I will. I I have a nine by nine. Great. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with this suggested usage size fan. <laughs> it's just a suggestion. Eight by eight works perfectly well. In my opinion, it has not done me wrong in the 20 fucking years I've been making it. So, <laughs> okay. So no special equipment besides nope. a pan of your choice, a square pan of your choice. You will need uh, at least two bowls, a pan or a microwave safe measuring cup to measure to melt your butter in a whisk and a spatula pretty much are, that's the extent of the equipment but you're going to need at least two because you need to sift your flour for the cake well it should be done before you start so you're going to need a bowl for that so very first thing melt your butter and make your brown sugar bottom I back you up. Well, sure yeah yeah please do Heat the oven? Ah, yes. Preheat the oven. Yes. That's Slide very important pan. first step. So yeah, here, but let me start from the very beginning. Take it through. Preheat your oven, 350 degrees. Take your square pan, eight by eight or nine by nine. Line it with parchment paper. Then get your melting vessel for your butter. Again, can be done in the microwave, can be done on the stovetop. I've done it on the stovetop. Becca did it in the microwave. We're adding our brown sugar to that, mixing it together. Then with that- the whisk. With a whisk, yes, a whisk, preferably. That seems to work best. Then you're going to pour that into the bottom of the pan just over the parchment paper. Next thing we're going to do is mix together our cranberry and pecans, put that in the pan. Then we would sift our dry ingredients, which is our flour, baking powder, sugar, salt. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Oh, I forgot cinnamon in mine. How dare I? Oh, bye. Yeah. I got everything else. That's pretty good. And I wish I'd paid attention to how much cinnamon. Uh, one teaspoon. Oh, a whole teaspoon. Oh, nice. Okay. That's really I, pretty. I've definitely also added other spices to this in the past, like nutmeg or anything in the, the pumpkin, pumpkin spice genre works well. Clove, <laughs> ginger. Allspice? What's allspice? allspice? Allspice is a berry, actually. Oh, that they they dehydrate and is just sort of like a, sort of a nutmeggy cinnamon almost smell. Okay, it's a, uh, with a bit of clove. Like it's, it really is very aptly named because it does cover a lot of spices, <laughs> and it can have like a. It's typically used a lot in pickles Ooh. because it does have a bit of a bite, so it adds a nice complexity to to when you pickle things. That's all spice, not related to what we're doing here, but now you know about it. <laughs> and connects to our Korean pickled garlic in a way, so is really pretty meta. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, so after we've sifted together our flour mixture, then we are going to whisk together two eggs, your cup of pumpkin, and your oil. So those are your wet ingredients. Then you fold in your dry ingredients put it over the cranberry pecan mixture, put it in the oven for 35 to 40 minutes or until a skewer comes out clean. 
Then you let it cool for 10 minutes exactly after it comes out of the oven. I mean, no, not really exactly. That's just what it says in the recipe. At least 10? At least 10. Don't want, but you don't want to let it cool off completely because the that topping, uh, the well, the bottom of the cake, <laughs> which ends up being the top, if that solidifies too much, it'll be really hard to get it out of the cake. Basically, you just want it to cool off enough where your the bottom of your cake's not going to end up totally soggy from like releasing steam or trapping steam in there. Sorry, it wouldn't be able to release the steam. But you want that topping to still be sort of melty so that it can kind of drizzle down into the cake once you flip it over. So you don't want it to cool for too long. Okay. I would say maybe max half an hour. Okay. 10 minutes was just a bit strict to me. <laughs> You're like, well, what if I'm not paying the most attention? Which is likely. Mark? Yeah. <laughs> so just try to hedge my bets here on what is the inexact necessity. <laughs> so you wait 10 minutes and then flip. Flip it on, put a plate on the top. <laughs> it's very specific because you don't want to lose any of your delicious topping. So you put a plate over the top of the pan and then flip the cake over. So you don't want to flip it onto nothing. You can let it cool. You can, I typically let it cool because it would be very hot. That sugar stuff is going to be pretty warm. Oh, don't really want to shove it right in your mouth. That's not a great idea. <laughs> but this cake does get better over time. So the longer it sits, the better it's going to be. I have a question about the parchment paper. I see that you have an exact square cut to the shape of the bottom of your pan. Yes. I just, I cut mine a little bit, but then just kind of like shoved it in there so that it like sticks out on all the sides because I was worried after the last time we did upside down cake and mine stuck. Should I only do a square, like a small square though? Or is it okay to have it the way I do? And so I can know. Will you show me? Yeah. (laughs) Let me show you a picture. I'm having trouble visualizing it. I don't think it's a problem. Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a picture so we can describe it to people. Mm -hmm. Well, Um. so we don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Fair point. I know what words are. I know what words are. I know what words like. <laughs> Gretchen's a little drunk today. Woohoo! Do you want to tell everybody what we've already done then before no. we finish up the next stuff? No, you don't have to. No, I don't want to. Moody Gretchen says no. Moody Gretchen stops the bad joke. Yeah, the jokes <laughs> that she said she was going to stop doing, but she's not. <laughs> We've already mixed together our butter and brown sugar, melted the butter, mixed in the brown sugar. We have sifted our flour and dry ingredients together. So that's already done. We've whisked together our pumpkin, eggs, and oil. And I have my cranberries and pecans measured out sitting near each other. They're Same. they're socializing. Yeah. They're, they're not getting to know each other, taking their time. Yeah. This is the first time I'm using frozen cranberries for this. So we'll have to report back on if I think that's a bad idea going forward. <laughs> hey, my butter's kind of solidified a little. Just pop it in the microwave for a minute. All right. Yeah, I used to like cook this topping. I think kind of similar to when we did the pineapple upside down cake because I believe we boiled that a bit, didn't we? We did. Yeah, I was trying to think about the difference because this felt a lot easier. And I think <laughs> it's because we had to cook some of the stuff and cooked the pineapple. Yeah, I am about to eat some of this 
delicious, delicious brown sugar and butter mixture. Oh my God. Just so good. Mm. Well, I'm going for it. I'm putting my pan, my butter, my mixture in my pan. Okay. Your butter and your brown sugar. What did I say? I'm just making sure we're doing the right thing. I'm just doing the right thing. Yes. Yes. Butter, brown sugar. Okay. Check. Layer one. Layer one. Which becomes our top layer. Yes. I've drained out any liquid from my frozen cranberries just so that there's not too much extra, extra liquid going into this. And they still look good holding their shape. I'm mixing Hmm. my cranberries and my pecans together right now. You can chop up the pecans. I'm just kind of breaking them up a little bit as I'm tossing this together so that they're a good size. But one of the sort of essential parts of this cake is having those whole fresh-ish <laughs> cranberries. <laughs> I see. Because Why? they, they kind of jelly under the cake and they like stay, keep their shape. And then you bite into them and they like still have a little like texture to them. And they like burst and have this wonderful release of amazing, what's the word? Surprise. Yeah. Surprise, like cranberry flavor that comes through every other or every couple of mouthfuls. Very excited about this cake. (laughs) Get to eat my favorite cake. Yay. Or one of my top three favorite upside down cakes. Right. Does it jelly like that because of all the pectin? As we learned in our jellies and syrup, jam and syrup. Nectarine sticky stuff is the actual Thank you. One. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember anything. Nope. That's all right. That's that's why we write things down. When we remember that. <laughs> yeah, I would worry about using some sort of like dehydrated cranberry for this because typically those are cut in half. They're almost always sweetened. So that then you're already like kind of having to struggle with balancing the sweetness of the actual cranberry out instead of just being able to add a fuck ton of sugar to it because it's really tart. So. Sure. <laughs> so our next step, are you good? Have you, have you lined the, put your cranberries over the top of your brown sugar mixture yet? No, not just yet. I wasn't okay. sure if we, we were go on that. I'll do that now. Ooh, that's pretty. Whew. It does look nice. Then our next step is folding our dry ingredients into our wet ingredients. So slowly. Oh, I don't even remember. Hold on. I think it just is the, she just put, fold it in. I'm not sure this is that picky of a cake. Yay. That is my kind of cake. It just says stir the flour mixture into the pumpkin mixture. (laughs) Okay. No fussy steps here. Yeah. So the the description before the recipe does say that she got this from a home cook. So that's probably why it's pretty easy. Yeah. We love home cooks around here. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's most of the cooks in America are home cooks, even the professional ones. (laughs) Yeah. Great British baking. Hello. So yeah, generally I just sort of fold everything together until that all that flour's gone. No streaks of flour in there. What are you using to stir or fold? I'm using a spatula spoon type thing. Okay, got it. Silicon. Yes. Gretchen, we're gonna be on the same time zone soon. I know. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. Although it hasn't really been a problem, but it is, it will be nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I am pretty well mixed together here. You're all yeah. folded. I'm all folded. Okay. I found a little, little fault line of uh, <laughs> pumpkin running through there. So I just uh, put it back together. And now I am carefully adding my cake batter on top of my cranberries. Okay. I've never thought of having an eight by eight pan 
as being a problem because the batter doesn't end up being particularly thick. Okay. <laughs> Even in an eight by eight pan, I've got like a cranberry sticking through the bottom right now. <laughs> okay. I was wondering that too, because it, it does feel a little hard to cover it. I mean, it's covering, but I've definitely got some cranberries poking through. through. Yeah. yeah. I've got, I've got at least three that okay. are hanging out close to the surface here. Yeah. That for me in the nine by nine, this ends up being a pretty thin layer here. So your cake will rise. So fair. it will be quite a bit thicker okay, than it is that's now. Fair. I've put my cake into the oven. Same. So how long does it cook for again? Uh, 35 to 45 or something? 35 to 40. To 40. Start on the low side. Always check your cake. Well, I'm, al- I'm allowing myself to have more of this joint because I feel pretty feel relaxed. Just don't feel overwhelmed. Don't feel like I'm losing my train of thought too quickly. (laughs) Okay. Very crucial. I love it. This is very important in the progress of (laughs) recording a podcast. What? I'm being tapped by my cat, by Ginger. I don't, I guess she just really wants treats or something. (laughs) Oh, I was like, she has something very important to tell you. It does feel that way. That is what her cat little pat taps feel like is like I excuse me I need to tell you something yeah like hi um I don't mean to bother you I know you're busy but like this is super important or else I would not do this at all you know me that's how I think her pats are I can use hell if you're here come here no that is uh, it it actually it's exactly like that except (laughs) that she really just wants me to feed her excuse me ah who wouldn't be too much trouble would you please give I me mean, some of those treats? <laughs> I'm going to be really fucking annoying until you do. So you might as well just give them to me now. Otherwise, I will just sit here and softly tap you and lightly scratch you with my toenails. Thank you. <laughs> it is in your best interest to just <laughs> go right ahead and get me what I need. Yes. Seriously, why are you taking this long? Do you give your animals accents? Like, is Ginger British or something? I don't know. Was I just being British? No, I just, I feel like maybe she is. Pardon me. Might yeah. I trouble you? Yeah. For just a, a few treats. Yeah. Please. Oh, I don't mean to be a bother. <laughs> she, it, she does clearly mean to be a bother. This is the mm-hmm. thing about it is it's very mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. It's it really isn't painful, but it's fucking annoying. Oh, cat. Oh, Ginger. Thank you for joining us. She is a doll- darling, darling kitty cat, though. <laughs> Gretchen, can you talk to me about how fruit works in cake? Whole fruit. Oh, you mean my whole thing about how upside down cakes are their superior vehicle for fruit and cake? Uh, yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> well, number one. Let's take the example of fruit cake. <laughs> okay. One of one of the most hated cakes of all time. Boo. Okay, here I got a confession for you. I've never eaten fruit cake. Ever? Ever. Oh my gosh. I don't think anybody actually eats it, right? Do people I've actually it. eat it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are a, a comedian that used to do a joke about like that nobody actually eats fruit cakes. They just like <laughs> gift re-gift them every year. Like it yes. just stays good forever. Somebody That's somebody right. made that show. It's probably yeah, that holds true. And when I was at Williams Sonoma, oh right. <laughs> there was a very good fruit cake 
that one of our vendors sold and I had the pleasure of taste testing before we launched it. And it was fucking delicious. And I understood in that moment how fruitcake could be good. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear more about what you're going to say about fruitcakes. But I think I've one time I have had a good fruitcake. So this all has to do with giving structure to the cake itself through your batter. Any cake that you're going to want to carry fruit is going to have to have a firmer batter. That's why like muffins and things of that nature, quick breads are typically things that you would put fruit into way more than you see it in a cake or what you would call a cake, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Because what are words? Why do we call things things that we call them? I could get, oh shit, I maybe shouldn't have had the, almost the rest of that joint, but (laughs) semantics. Yeah. (laughs) 1984. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't what I was expecting you to say at all. So um, (laughs) keep going. (laughs) Keep going. So the reason like a lot of fruitcake is not good is because you have to make a really stiff dough to keep the fruit from just sinking to the bottom anyway. So with a fruitcake, you're just going, fuck it. The fruit's going to end up on the bottom. <laughs> Let's put it there. Put a cake on top. So, it's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> now it's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That is my, my, my whole argument for it is just like, it makes it so much easier. You don't have to fuck around with trying to make a batter that is going to support your fruit and also be not dry. So pineapple upside down cake works because you put the fruit at the top bottom anyway, and then you're not worried about where it ends up. And then it makes its own sauce because the fruit, the water can be released from the fruit and it mixes with the sugar, like helps the sugar dissolve and mixes with the butter, doing a bunch of magical things like together in the oven. And so it's like making a sauce around the cake while the cake is cooking. And so that sauce is like getting, you know, onto the edges and like, it's a self-saucing cake, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, delicious. With butter and sugar. Yeah. As which, like the, the I'm smelling boat. something right now and I was like huh I haven't been smelling weird today but we might be having a situation where it's boiling over (laughs) oh no Uh, yes this is exactly what happened yes so I've got a lovely little spot oh I've got two spots here's a very important lesson why it is sometimes good to bake things like this on a sheet tray oh good call I also wonder if that's because of the eight by eight versus the nine by nine. That also might have something to do with it. You're right. I hadn't considered that before. Oh boy. This might be a mess later. We'll see how that all What's works What's the out. time on the clock? How much oh. time do we have left? 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes. We bullshitted for 25 minutes already. Wowza. So you feel like I've answered your questions? I think so. I lost my joint. Oh, nuggets. Oh, real, real nuggets. <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay, good. It's like there's still enough for like ones, well, maybe a bowl, but <laughs> don't want to waste it. Spend a lot of money on those stupid joints. <laughs> right? All right. <sighs> so, so I've answered your question. I correct? think so. If you were to give me though a one sentencer about why upside down cakes are superior vehicles for fruit, 
what would you say as one closeout sentence? Ah, here we go. I've got it. Okay. Cake that makes its own caramel sauce. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah. There you go. You've been talking about how fruit works in fruit cakes and in upside down cakes. And because we're using cranberries, we thought it would be kind of cool to talk about some of the benefits of cranberries, but pumpkin and pecans also have tons of benefits. Yeah. So we did a few quick Googles about some of the plus sides of these things. So we're not going to talk about the butter anymore. And we're not going to talk about the sugar and we're not going to talk about what else, Gretchen? The saucing, caramel, the sauce. Oh my gosh. The caramel. Now we're going to talk about what the benefits are of some of these ingredients. So this actually, I would say, is a very healthy cake. (laughs) Okay, probably not. There are a few benefits, though. This is fun to know. Cranberries, we'll start with, are technically a superfood. I think there's a little controversy around the designation of superfood, but... (laughs) Sure there is. (laughs) Of course, there's every... Everything, every, we can't talk about anything without there being some fucking controversy around it. Fucking fraught, man. (laughs) Everything is fraught. So it's a superfood because it has a lot of nutrients and a lot of antioxidants. Some of the nutrients that are in cranberries help with urinary tract infections, which is really important because those are super uncomfortable if you've ever had one. They help with the prevention of certain types of cancer. Oh, were you going to say something, Gretchen? I was going to say, I have not, but I have heard they are very unpleasant. Oh my gosh. I don't understand how I've made it this far in my life and not had that happen. I really don't because it seems, I like know, like everybody I know has had one. (laughs) They're so uncomfortable. They're the most uncomfortable thing. Maybe you just always had enough cranberries. (laughs) (laughs) I do love cranberries. So I, I've, it's always been a part of my life. So there so, may be. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe. I've just been well cranberry nutriented my <laughs> entire life. <laughs> Good thing you make this cake every year. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that probably has something to do with it. Yeah. I also use, a, but I do use a lot of cranberries. So it must just be like, I'm a well cranberried person. <laughs> I just love saying that. You are a well cranberried person. So luckily Gretchen hasn't had to deal with it. But if you're struggling with UTI, look for some cranberry juice. It helps with that. It does help with certain types of cancer to prevent it. They weren't, I didn't find, I didn't look <laughs> for specifics, but it does help prevent certain types of cancer. It can help with immune function. It can help decrease blood pressure. And now on to pumpkin. Pumpkin has a lot of vitamin A. And I had to refresh myself on what vitamin A does. It is really helpful for vision. It's very helpful for your immune system. It's very helpful for your reproductive system. It also helps support your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and helps just overall with all organ function. So super cool that this cake is giving us all of them. Yay! (laughs) Pumpkin can help with asthma. Pumpkin can help with some age-related afflictions that can happen in particular with eyes. And there's something called AMD, which is age-related macular degeneration. Mm -hmm. You're nodding your head. 
I've heard of it. this one. I don't, yeah. I don't really know about it. I've just, I've heard about it. I ha- I've also like definitely heard it, but had to look up what happens with this, but it's a little bit like your central vision is affected. So that means images are start starting to blur. You get dark spots, you get lines that are curved all of a sudden, and things are just kind of distorted. So pumpkin can help combat that. We take for granted all of these things that are naturally growing around us as aids to age-related degenerations. (laughs) And just like the random shit that people probably do in their lives that like just fixes like one fucking thing so that they don't have that one problem. Like Mm -hmm. that's nuts. If you eat a lot of pumpkin, you probably have good eyes. Right. And it makes me think too, like when... Should you be eating that pumpkin? So is that like before you're 30? And then, you know, like then later it helps. I mean, should you always eat it? Oh, we're beeping. We're beeping. Oh my God. Okay. So we're sticking a skewer in there. Yeah. I think I might just have a puddle of oil in the middle of it. That is another reason I like this cake. It is very rich. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my skewer came out clean. Uh, I have a feeling mine is as well, uh, or at least I might fake it and just say it is. Are we looking for any sort of color though? Because I think mine, it's not as dark as I thought it would be. No, mine's pretty light orange. Mine's not done yet. Oh, (laughs) what, how, how do you know? Um, It's still got like some battery stuff coming out of the middle. I see. Fortunately, I have to put it back. It's going to be a slightly smoked uh, pumpkin upside down cake. That could be good. Smoking cranberry. Classic pairing. Oh, fuck. oh this is so bad. Oh, oh so bad. no. And you can't even open your windows because it's so smoky outside. Yeah, it would only be worse. Thank goodness I have this really good hood that my dad insisted on installing at one point. <laughs> I put mine back in for six more minutes. Did, did you have, I thought you said your skewer was clean. Well, I checked another spot after you said that and then it was all gooey. So, okay. (laughs) So we both did the same exact thing. I was like, yeah, my first one came out fine. And then I poked it back in and the very center center, I did five minutes. So we've got five minutes to finish up pumpkin and talk about pecans. Back to pumpkin. We talked about how it helps with vision and especially with age related vision problems. Keep eating your pumpkin. It also contains fiber, potassium, and vitamin C, which all support your heart health. It also helps with preventing and controlling diabetes. And it also contains vitamin E, riboflavin, which I don't know. I should have looked these up. Riboflavin. Okay. Riboflavin, potassium, copper, manganese, thiamine, vitamin B6, folate, pantothenic acid, niacin, iron and magnesium. So again, I don't know what all those do, but they sound important and fairly crucial to what we need in our body. So go pumpkin. Yeah. You know what else pumpkin is good for? What? As as I learned from our fun little trip to the vet this week, uh, it can help cats lose weight. Oh, and EJ is having a bit of a weight problem. Yes. And we're not judgy about that around here. Fuck no, the BMI. No. However, unfortunately, <laughs> it can be a cause of their glands rupture. Yeah, gross. It was very gross. Sorry, everybody. So the butt recommended she lose some weight. So we trying to get more fiber into her diet through pumpkin. 
and he did offer something else up, but I don't remember what it was. Not as fun as pumpkin. I was thinking, oh, so, I'm doing something with pumpkin this weekend. Great. I'll have pumpkin perfect. around. Yeah. EJ, get on over here. Yeah. So pumpkin has a lot of fun things. Pecans, we've heard mixed things about. I think collectively we hear back and forth about nuts. Good for you, bad for you. But pecans in particular are a good source of calcium, magnesium, and potassium. And those can help lower your blood pressure, which is especially important on days like today when we're feeling very stressed and moody and cranky. So this cake is once again perfect. (laughs) Pecans also have monosaturated fats. And so that's the good fat versus a saturated fat, which the place I was looking at said potato chips. And I kind of was like, fuck you. I will still eat my potato chips with garlic brine. However, I take your point. So the monosaturated fats can help lower your levels of bad cholesterol. And that's that LDL cholesterol. Hmm. They're a good source of fiber. Again, EJ could eat this whole cake. Yeah. (laughs) Fiber, copper, thiamine, and zinc. Copper does help with your nerve cell function, your immune health, and the production of red blood cells. Thiamine helps with converting carbohydrates into energy. That's also known as vitamin B1. And then zinc helps with your immune system, your cell growth, your brain function, and wound healing. Okay. So pop some pecans when you're trying to heal up a scratch. It also helps with heart health, regulating your blood sugar, and helps promote brain function. Well, shit. I know. Pecan. Pecan. Who knew? I know. And we learned, oh, oh, my timer's going off. Mine was about to go. I came over here and turned it off, but I was like, if I stand near the stove, it's going to mess with your sound. (laughs) I don't know. Mine still looks like it might be a bit damp in the middle. Okay. I think mine's done. I'm mine's a little bit browner than it was before, which I feel like makes it to me feel like it's cooked through a little more. Well, mine has to go back in. Well, the good news is that the stuff that falls into the bottom of the oven is almost completely burned off now. So. <laughs> the smoke is slowing mine, down. <laughs> I think mine is done. Okay, great. So I will I let it sit for 10 minutes. This also might be one of the advantages of the nine by nine pan. I've just never been able to com- directly compare that for. Well, and you time. thought you'd be able to have a nine by nine today. <laughs> you were I, ready I to sh- compare. <laughs> I should have looked last night. Eh, lots of shoulds. I mean, too many shoulds. Those That's were all it. my quick Googles. Okay. So everything we're eating is so good for us. It's going to reset our minds, reset our heart, <laughs> reset our cholesterol, reset our sugar levels. Yay, cake. Yay, cake. <laughs> we have a nutritional argument for cake. This one, in, at least. Oh, I love this cake. Oh my God, it's still smoking. I was just thinking that I need to stop smoking joints in the house because I was like, oh, it's going to fuck up the paint. But I was mm-hmm. like, no, with the way I cook, that's going to fuck up the paint way more than me. <laughs> a couple joints in the house. That whole great room is fucked. It's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Might be one of the disadvantages of having an open floor plan. Totally. Something to think about for designing our Earthship houses. Yes, it's true. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have five minutes left before flip time. The very mm-hmm. crucial exactly 10 minutes exactly. flip time. So stay tuned. We'll time travel a bit and have, we'll actually have an update for you this time as opposed to pickled garlic where we did yeah. not time travel far enough. I had a pickled garlic on air. Come on. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. <laughs> time travel time travel we have we yeah we don't We're, know what this transition is <laughs> we are now in the future becca what did you think of this cake it was so good you were right that pineapple should not be the only contender for the upside down cake throne this was really really good i think maybe i even liked it more than pineapple (gasps) blasphemy (laughs) I know shocker to everybody I know but it was awesome because of the extra step of adding the wax paper on the Mm. bottom that well parchment parchment paper ah yeah parchment paper that was huge since as everybody knows my first upside down cake fell completely apart half in the pan half on the cutting board so this was great it came out all one piece and it was very pretty so I will always be using parchment paper when I make upside down cakes what did you think (laughs) I ate three quarters of that cake yes yes I enjoyed three three quarters of it I did give a little (laughs) bit of it away and then the rest of it didn't make it through Sunday so yeah my favorite it is one of my favorite cakes I can see why and I'm so glad you shared it with us what did you think about the frozen cranberries since you had said that was your first time using frozen not fresh Worked perfect. It really couldn't have worked better. Like the, I noticed zero difference in the texture. So frozen cranberries, a-okay. I mean, we do we defrosted them. So, but I think because cranberries have such a high pectin level, they have really good structural integrity that using a frozen cranberry was the same as using a fresh. So you're all good. So now it's a year-round cake. <laughs> year-round cake. Don't have to wait for cranberry season. So exciting. <laughs> awesome. I loved it. I'll be making it again. I know. And of course yes. will. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to make it again right now. That That's putting something under a cake. It's always a good idea to line your pan. There are specific instances where you shouldn't, but for cake, lining the pan is never a bad idea. I, I, I'm sorry I led you astray on the first, on the pineapple upside down cake without <laughs> doing that. <laughs> we all learned a lesson. Yeah. Yes, we all learned something that day. <laughs> but mostly just got to eat good cake a couple times. So yeah. it's great. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. <laughs> Can I just give a quick shout out to East Coast? We are seeing more and more East Coast listeners and it's very cool. Thank you for joining us. We are super excited to have you here. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We it's we don't amazing. even know what we're doing or what we're doing. <laughs> about most of the time so we really appreciate it tell them <laughs> don't say the quiet part out loud insider information we don't know what we're doing every time <laughs> well everybody so this was pumpkin upside down cake with cranberry peak on topping on the books <laughs> Check and check. Like and subscribe to us on, you know, the social medias. We're at highgluttony.com. And we do have a YouTube that we plan on. We've 
posted some videos too and plan on using again in the future. <laughs> yeah, technically we have a YouTube. Yeah, we have a YouTube. It exists. <laughs> but check out our website, hikeletme.com. Tell a friend about us and thanks for joining us. I don't have my coconut. Oh, I, well, I kind of have mine. I've been putting things out in it. So hold on. Okay. I have dump. two tape rolls. Yeah, let's see what... <laughs> Uh, don't know if that'll ever stop being funny. I know every time we can't figure it out. So, yeah. <laughs> I blame it on the video delay. I'm yeah. sure that's it. It's I'm not sure that's user it. error at all. No. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.